Hello, everybody. Welcome to the very first in-person episode of Great Quarter Gals. Thanks for joining us on this Tuesday afternoon. I'm your host, Keely Nix, here with my co-host, Grace Sharkey, the first time linking up, syncing up for our first in-person episode of Great Quarter Gals. So happy to be here. Chattanooga's been a great town so far. Beautiful weather, definitely better than Michigan right now. So so happy to be here and so excited to see all this. It's you know, amazing. we tried to like make you feel at home a little bit, Grace. Like we had some snowfall. I'm sure yeah. as you like saw, you saw it flying in over the mountains. We were talking with Craig about this earlier today, but it didn't quite stick. And it's not quite enough for your Michigander blood, right? No, we're close. No, we're close. Still no jacket needed. So we're fine. Still no jacket. <laughs> but like I said, we're really glad to have you today. And it's so great that you're joining us in studio for the very first time. We've got a really great show today with our presenting sponsor, DDC FPO here on the show. And we're going to get into that in just a few minutes. But before we do that, I, I just like want to welcome you to chat and kind of Thank you. talk to you about your experience so far. How's it been visiting the scenic city, visiting Freight Alley and being here for the first time? It's been great. You know, I got in here pretty late and but I could still see the like outline of the, the mountains. Um, you know, we have dunes in Michigan and they <laughs> are nowhere close. Uh, you have to go really north to get any mountains. And um, I actually got picked up. Uh, uh, through Uber, and the driver knew about freight waves. Um, he had worked uh, with Workhound in the past, and it was right off the bat, got like a nice freight waves welcome in a way, and had really great things to say. And it was just, you know, every even checking in, the whole town knows about what we're doing here. And it's just a really great, great city and, and great at- atmosphere. So um, just really excited to be here. And I wish everyone could see the studio. It's it's great. It's seeing everyone's little setups. And uh, for me, you know, always recording from home. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit different technology than I'm definitely used to. So, And, you know, we were very sad that we didn't have F3 in person this year. But yeah. now this is like your little precursor. Like yes. we're really hopeful that we're going to get Future of Freight Festival 2.0 off the ground come this November. So now you're ready and now you'll know what to expect when you get back here. Exactly. (laughs) And so we've got another great show on the way for you today. And we're just going to dig right into it. Should we welcome our guest? Uh, Yeah, let's go for it. Let's do it. So we've got Art Zipkin. He is the president and chief commercial officer at DDC FPO. And Grace, as we intro Art, I'm going to let you get a little bit into what they do. Definitely. So they're a BPO, which means they really help companies, logistics providers set up a lot of the important back office systems and a lot of the infrastructure needed in order to provide companies with the proper logistics that they're looking for. So uh, when you guys are looking at you know how shipments are moving across uh, the globe, realize that companies like DDC are the ones that are making sure paperwork is coming in correctly, bills are being paid on time, and really making sure those, those cogs in the wheel are moving. Um, and I'm excited today because it sounds like you guys have a new system coming up, which is like DDC Sync. Uh, Art, could you tell us a little bit more about that product? Yes. Well, thank you all so much for having me on today. I really appreciate it. And I, and I agree. I love Chattanooga and everything that Freight Waves is doing there. It's, uh, it's been a fantastic uh, few years of watching them grow. Uh, and so it's, it's, it's quite exciting. So glad to have you from Michigan down to Chattanooga. That's great. <laughs> uh, so, so Sync, uh, yeah, it's a new enterprise application, which we've developed. And, and so it's, basically a, an Android mobile app with smart OCR image capability. 
in addition to that, we have the ability with a web portal for each of our terminal um, client terminals to have the admin and the management tools necessary to be able to see what's going on on the road with their shipments being picked up by their drivers. So with that, the smart OCR technology, we have the ability to do a, a, a bill of lading um, inventory management system as it's being picked up, there's full visibility uh, of the bill as it makes its way back to the terminal with the shipment. But at the same time, we have the ability to capture that data uh, in, in basically real time uh, or close to from the pickup as opposed to waiting for it to come back uh, to the terminal. So with this, we have driver tracking, we have GPS tagging, uh, we actually have communication with the driver uh, to have access to anybody in the terminal. And in, in some cases, and some of the things that we're discussing with some, uh, some of our customers is the ability for the president of the organization to have one-on-one -on -one or uh, communication with all the driver pools within the organization. So it, it's, a, it's a very robust tool uh, and the ability to communicate uh, to capture data uh, in a much more real-time environment. And so our, we know when it comes to data capture and visibility right now in the freight industry, the timing of bringing these types of things to market is absolutely paramount. So let's talk a little bit about the decision of you guys to now bring this product to market. Why is the time now? And what are your really big expectations for this product as it launches? Right. Well, that's great. So, um, you know, as a, as, a, as a company, you're always looking to see how you can assist your customers in, in whatever facet of the business, uh, you know, that we can help in. Uh, we're very close. We do a, a large amount of capture for a, uh, the LTL industry. So we, we have a lot of customers in this space. And fortunately, we were able to have some very smart conversations uh, about discussing what their needs are and how we can best assist. Um, so from this, we were able to cut years off of our R&D and, and development of SYNC. And um, I would say that because of this, uh, we were able now to be able to help our customers, uh, you know, mitigate some risk, uh, maximize opportunities and optimize logistics in, the, in their load planning uh, enhance the workforce plans that they have and, and improve driver performance from that standpoint as well. Interesting. And uh, for most of your clients, how do you work with them and making sure that when they're transitioning to these type of tools that they're being implemented appropriately, that um, everything is seamless in that transition and that they're using the tools like this to the best of their advantage? Because sometimes you look at something like Sync, which is very powerful and it's not they're not using it fully to its extent. So how does your team make sure that that's possible? Well, that's a great question. So, you know, everybody's different in the same industry. Um, there's similar, but different. And, and from our standpoint, we recognize that. And we have a, basically a, a team of people that work to customize sync to what their needs are. Uh, everybody's going to have something a little bit different. They're going to want to focus on the primary piece here is the uh, smart OCR capture piece of what we've developed. And in doing so, capturing the freight bill sooner uh, 
basically gives the customer roughly about six hours uh, more visibility into what shipment is coming back to the terminal from the time it's picked up. Uh, and, and so with the visibility that we're giving our customers, they, they get somewhat of a competitive advantage. Now they can start load planning and scheduling much, much earlier in the day, uh, flattening you know, the curve to create ideal you know, operational workforce planning is, is key. And, that, and that's what we see is the benefits from, from uh, you know, our clients using this tool. So customizable to their needs, but focused on the capabilities of the tool. So Art, let's touch a little bit about where Sync kind of fits in the existing scope of freight tech and how you might have some clients, some shippers or some carriers or some drivers who are still operating on this paper and email mindset and you're juggling a lot of things and it's very easy for things to get lost in translation. And then you have tools like Sync, which exist on this more forward-thinking, almost futuristic side of the freight tech stack. Let's talk about how you guys live on that forward-thinking side and how you can kind of reach back into those folks that are maybe still struggling with how things used to be or still struggling with really hands-on back-of-house operations and can drag them into now this thinking of, okay, let's use these applications and make things a little bit easier and really optimize what we're doing here. Right. So... You know, we've been in the, the, the freight bill and, you know, billing business for years now. And it all started with a paper invoice on somebody's desk in a terminal, not from image, but from paper. And everybody had their own sticky notes on how they were going to enter a freight bill. Uh, so that's where we came from many years ago. And in some cases, it may still be done that way. We, you know, we don't do all the billing across the industry, but either way, uh, from this standpoint, the way we look at this, you know, if, if somebody's interested in expanding their capability from a technology standpoint, we'll be there to hold their hand. And if they feel like, let's take a look at this and we need to go through a, a proof of concept, then we're open to that as well. Um, so there's many ways to get into this and move forward with technology. But at the end of the day, the competitive advantage or disadvantage is who's got the data the fastest and who can get it downstream to their clients or those that need the data as well to make further business decisions about what's going to happen next. That's where we see the value of sync. We've talked about this too, Kaylee, like this is the year that technology is going to start becoming proactive. Right. And that's exactly what sync is doing. We're, we're starting to now harness all this data and start making decisions before there are ever going to be problems. Uh, how can we find out more about this art? Where, where can our listeners and, and subscribers learn more sure. about the product? Right. So anyone could reach out to us at, at DDCFPO. Um, um, my, all the email addresses are on, on, uh, on our website. And so anybody can reach out at any time. We're always available and look forward to having those kinds of conversations with who, who might be interested. Absolutely, Art. Before we let you go today, one last question from us. Let's talk a little bit about the goals and the future outlook for DDCFPO moving into 2022. We're like about three weeks into our new year, you know, you're still going strong on New Year's resolutions. I commend you for that. Let's talk about where you guys are sitting poised to move into this new year, not only with the release of Sync now, but looking ahead to the broader scope of things. Well, we're going to have some other releases coming out and some new um, services that we're offering, which I... I really don't want to get into here today, but, Keep it the secret. but stay tuned. It's coming out really soon in February. And, and I'm going to let uh, Madison to take care of that for us when, uh, when you guys uh, get back together again, if, if that's all right with you. 
We would love that. Absolutely. We would love to have her on. Yeah, great. (laughs) All right, Art. Thank you for joining us today. And as you mentioned, our viewers can go and just contact you guys at DDC FPO if they want more information. Have a great rest of your day. And I'm sure that we will talk to you guys soon. Great. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Absolutely. Yeah. And Grace, I absolutely love your point that you just made about technology now being proactive because I feel like the last year, if it's taught us anything, it's that we don't know what's going to happen in the markets. We don't know what's going to happen in the world. So we need to, there's been a lot of stuff that has come out kind of reacting to market conditions, to capacity constraints, to all of these things, instead of thinking, okay, how can we solve problems before there's a problem to solve? Definitely. I mean, even look at something like track, right? Like that's the whole point of uh, this type of software is that we're not just harnessing data. We've done that. That's so 2020, 2021, (laughs) right? We've harnessed it all. Now let's figure out how companies can actually do something with that and make sure that a lot of the issues we see today, right? Ports, et cetera, aren't happening like they should be. So um, fun stuff to see. Yeah, (laughs) and we're going to be watching DDC FPO as they make those announcements. Thank you again, as they are the presenting sponsor of this show. So we appreciate them and their support here at Great Waves. Love it. So let's get right into our next segment. We're starting something new, talking about our tickers to watch. We talked about how we're kind of adapting the great quarter guys mindset of the lines of freight and finance are none. We're going to kind of take a look at the financial aspects as well, but from our own spin of things. We're starting now tickers to watch. And I want to come up with a snappy name for this. Yeah. We need like like ticker, ticker, boom. Like clever tiktok on the clock that's a kesha song yeah can't steal that one that so (laughs) the titles will will work on those for sure but no i'm excited for this because we talked about this before even the show started is like not only teaching ourselves but teaching the audience Mm -hmm. a little bit more about finance and not just you know how these businesses are growing but what to expect from them and what i think is really fun is when you dive into these companies especially the couple we see today um they're they're influenced by supply chain right a lot of their growth is going to be how can they get more of those product in front of consumers. So the first one is, is I think, one of our favorites and one I'm excited to see when they report their Q4 earnings, which is Walmart. Uh, everyone knows about them. We write about them all the time, mm-hmm. especially in the e-commerce space. Um, and I really love Walmart because you saw a lot of uh, companies really struggle during Christmas time to keep their shelves filled. Um, anytime I went into a Walmart, that was the complete opposite. I never had an issue. Going never an Walmart. issue. Not, not even like food, not even baking goods, which nope. I love to bake, especially around the holiday season. And normally I'm like absolutely struggling to find baking goods. Exactly. It was totally fine. Yeah. Beautiful Christmas trees, yeah. like a, a really great range of products. Um, so they're one that I'm really excited for. They've got a lot of really great products. We've, we've wrote about uh, Go Local on the editorial side before. Mm-hmm. That's their final mile program, which they actually recently had Home Depot become a part of as well. So it's kind of, uh, you see this trend of retailers teaming together in order to leverage the same last mile delivery service. Well, in this situation, Walmart's winning out on this one. So um, expect them to grow as as Home Depot does as well. Uh, On top of that, um, they're actually expanded over into Mexico to that same program. Um, And I believe they can actually hit about um, I want to say it's about 90% of the United States with the network they've built with that so right. far. Um, and that's so far, right? So we've got a lot more growing with them to do. Um, on top of that, they have Illuminate, which came out last year, which is their own analytical platform for resellers um, and merchants on their site. So they get to learn more about their customer, what customers are adding to their carts, what they aren't adding, what's stopping them from um, actually clicking yeah, check out on that. So um, I'm excited to see where they grow there. And then 
Um, a company I've written about before, I think Jack Dalio's wrote about, is uh, Flipkart. They actually own mm-hmm. 77% of them. Uh, they're an Indian e-commerce uh, marketplace, and they've been a big part of Walmart's international expansion. So about 90% of all of their increase in sales internationally have come from either Flipkart or from China alone, which that's, I mean, that's <laughs> but the issues that we have with China. Any company that's friendly with China right now is probably a great one to look into right. as well. So I, I love everything that they're doing. Um, I think their next call should be somewhere mid-February. Um, if not, we should see their um, total uh, 2021 earnings as well. Uh, but I'm excited to see how their company grows. I mean, they're, they've been huge in being agile and trying to compete with Amazon in any way that they can. And Flipkart is internationally one of the biggest competitors of Amazon. So they're doing what they can to, to chip away at that piece, that's for sure. So when I think about Walmart too, I think about Walmart not only as just like a place to go and get cheap groceries, right? Like that's, yeah. that's kind of what they built their stick on is that they were Walmart super center for the longest time. But now if you go and you can actually use them as an e-commerce platform and you mm-hmm. can find all everything that you everything. want. And it's like, you're, you're now finding yourself as a consumer sitting there thinking, okay, should I search through Walmart through, for this? Should I search through Amazon? Should I search through these different third-party sites and I keep finding myself driven back to Walmart more and more often because yep. their interface is really, really user-friendly. And they do a really good job of showing you your options. They have a really good price comparison option. They also lay out your shipping and your shipping mm-hmm. costs. And as a consumer, that feels very, very valuable to me when, of course, my time is really important now. So is every single one of my dollars. Definitely. And not only that, but they're a huge fan for drivers. Yeah. I did an interview with a, a Walmart driver who won an award this summer and she always said that. So they, they have the crispy white cheese. Mm-hmm. They're always very clean. Um, and it was like, you have to, you have to earn a right to be a Walmart driver. Right. They just don't hire whomever. So think about that kind of stuff too. I mean, if you're going to have the most professional drivers delivering and, and being a part of your overall network, that's going to be huge. Um, they've, highly invested in automation within their warehouses. So they're able to flip stuff out very quickly. And that's why you didn't see those inventory issues. Right. So um, just an overall great competitor. And I'm excited to to continue to see their growth. And honestly, just really excited to see uh, what that Q4 and that Christmas um, experience was for them. Because I think they... I mean, Bed Bath & Beyond used to be one of my go-tos. And mm-hmm. then when I hear that, you know, they had such a struggle. that Those sales went somewhere else. And might have been to Walmart or to Target. And before we move on to our next topic, I made this joke on Freight Waves Now the other day talking about how their Go Local program. And I'm like, oh, this is great. But I just couldn't let someone put away the groceries in my fridge because like they have an exact spot. They belong where they belong. And I can't I can't guarantee that my delivery driver is going to get that right. You know, it's funny you say, I, I struggle with them even like going through my entryway, like even like making them go up to my floor or something like that. I'm like, just, just leave it outside. Just leave it. It's the bare minimum I could do <laughs> at this point. But it's funny you say it because I haven't even grocery shopped since before mm-hmm. COVID. I mean, if I can use those apps, they're so easy to use. And it's just time savings, a huge amount of time savings. So. Right. For more on that e-commerce thread, make sure that you're checking out our Modern Shipper channel here at Freight Waves, and you can catch my show at your doorstep on Tuesday afternoons as well, covering that thread. Let's move on to our next ticker to watch. We've got NVIDIA, and you're talking, you love them. I love NVIDIA. I'm I'm just going to say it right now. It's one of my favorite companies. I love their leadership. Um, But I really wanted to bring up NVIDIA today because they are a supply chain uh, 
stock that I think people don't realize is a supply chain stock. Mm-hmm. Um, they recently just had their huge conference where they unveiled a lot of new offerings that they're working on. But honestly, I'm going to put in a video up with any type of uh, semiconductor chip stock. If you're looking at either Taiwan Semiconductor, AMD is a great one as well. Um, this previous year, uh, though, NVIDIA was up actually 50% in revenue year over year. Which is huge, especially huge. during a time where semiconductors and they're having such a problem in the industry right now. Exactly. Uh, a huge problem. And they've got a really diverse um a set of, of semiconductors, which is a huge point of what the issues we're dealing with now is a lot of the semiconductors produced can't be used in, in various items. Um, so one huge thing that they're actually working on now is their Omniverse. And this is something I think uh, any of our supply tech nerds out there, freight tech nerds that are like, okay, cool. Like, what is all of this uh, visibility going to do? Like, what are we going to be able to do with it? Where is this proactiveness going to come from? This is the type of stuff we're talking about. So Omniverse is like their 3D platform that's going to start building out um, interactive um, uh, customer service representatives to help guide you through websites or help you in stores. Um, it's also going to be uh, able to create digital twins for a lot of companies, not only just their supply chains, but their processing centers um, and uh, cities in general. Outside of supply chain, let's talk about infrastructure and what this company is going to be able to do. Uh, And another thing that's really huge too, I think we need to remember is they've got really great relationships with China. There's a lot of semiconductor companies that don't have the best relationships. Mm-hmm. So that's one thing I put when I say leadership, um, that that's one thing they're really focused on. Um, they've got RepTopt, which is their own vehicle and logistics planning uh, platform. Um, they've gotten into NVIDIA Drive uh, autonomous vehicles as well. There's better options, I would say, on the market compared to Drive. But the fact that they are getting into all of these areas and that they have engineers and, and product developers in each of these spaces they're going to be huge. I mean, this when we talk about proactiveness, companies like these is where that technology is going to come to help with that. As we start, you know, adding different types of software and automation into warehouses, we need companies like these producing their products in order to pull off any of that. Right. So um, this is like a behind the scenes one. I don't think people realize, but if you look at the history of them on the market or just just their leadership in general. I think you know, most of our viewers have had some really interesting stuff back there. One of my favorites, we talked about cybersecurity, right? We talked about mm-hmm. right, the Department of Energy this year. We had a slight problem. I heard um, <laughs> a pipe didn't work or something for like a week. Um, they actually are now the main pro- um, producer behind um, the security behind Polaris, which is the Department of Energy supercomputer. So mm-hmm. if they're good enough for the Department of Energy, who wasn't investing in too much before, <laughs> it's good, good to see that. Well. Just, yeah, <laughs> this, this is who they picked, right? Which is huge. So um, I think those are some avenues that people should look into a little bit deeper is, you know, not who is just supplying, like someone like Walmart, who's not just doing the actual deliveries, mm-hmm. but like who is supplying the, the technological aspects that's going to pull that off at the end of the day. Absolutely. So that wraps up our tickers to watch. And you know what? If you, as a viewer, have a creative name for this segment, please let us know. Drop us a line. Let us know on Twitter. Let us know on LinkedIn because we'll take some viewer input and we'll think of it. We'll we'll get a creative one going in the next few episodes. (laughs) 
so funny. Grace, so let's wrap up today a little bit and talk about what we've got coming in the next week. We've got this uh, sales and marketing summit here at Freight Waves tomorrow. I've got a couple of sessions. You've got a couple of sessions. Lineup is incredible. Oh, it's great. We're starting off the day with Cassandra Gaines. <sighs> Beautiful. Beautiful. You, you can't pick a better keynote speaker than this to get the excitement level started one and the information level started as well. So make sure that you're tuning into that tomorrow got a point of sale plug as well. You've got your show coming out and your newsletter coming out this week as well. Yep. Newsletter coming out Tuesday or sorry, Wednesday and Fridays. Um, I like to end the week with you guys, give you something to, you know, you're going out to dinner again, ready to go out with your friends. Let's get a little uh, retail news in you before you go. Something to drop at the bar, right? Supply chain table talk. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Did you hear about Walmart? Uh, <laughs> I don't know anything better than that. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm interviewing uh, Kinetic on Wednesday as well during that uh, marketing. And we're going to talk about adding freight tech into um, your your sales company in order to scale up sales. So mm-hmm. uh, I've got a lot of great stuff going on and I was just excited for the show. This has pumped me up, but I'm excited to see what more uh, great content we can put together yeah. and, and just educate its audience a little bit more and, and what companies are doing every quarter. A hundred percent. So we're going to be looking for our next gal to join us on the show next week. So stay tuned for that. That'll come to you live Tuesday afternoon at three o'clock from myself here in Freight Alley. And Grace, unfortunately, you'll be back in Michigan. Yes. But it's still going to be just as great, just as high energy. Make sure that you give us a follow on Twitter at the same time. I'm at Kaylee Nix WX. I'm at Gracie Man LaFreight, F L R 8. See, I love that. It's the play on words. Go give us a follow on Twitter. Weigh in on our segment name. Love ticker, ticker, boom. Yes. Love TikTok on the clock. Thank you guys for joining us today. We will catch you guys live next Tuesday at three o'clock.